0: This is Oral Spaces with Stoya and Mitch, brought to you by Riffopolis Network at riffopolis.com. R-I-F-F-O-P-O-L-I-S.com. Okay, we're, we're back again. Um, and we've got to catch up on our Exotica trip last month.
1: Yes. A little over a month. It's close.
0: Yeah, late June. We got to, it was zero spaces descended upon Chicago.
1: It did. Well, it sort of followed in the wake of Exotica.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of difficult to to uh, descend upon with all that going on. Do you have an overall impression before we get into details?
1: Well, Chicago's always nice because there's a Serbian and Croatian um community over there. Hmm. So sometimes I learn new words, which makes me happy. Um,
0: Do you remember if you learned new words this last time?
1: No, cause just before then I'd been in Belgrade.
0: Oh, okay. So you were, you were, you were all full.
1: Yes. There was a lot to process. I've forgotten a lot of
0: it. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like you had a chance to get away from everything and go and uh, mingle in those communities, but you know.
1: No, well the thing about Exotica is it's almost always like airport adjacent, which is not close to the main city. Um, I don't, do you remember how, I guess it was through Pride or through like the Pride ending traffic. So even if we remembered how long the taxi took.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't uh i 'm still i I you know being in a new city for the first time ever uh it 's already like whoa wait, 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 where am I um, but when I got off the plane and called a lift to get me to uh, a hotel that was near where you were staying the first night, I still have no idea what happened, but the guy took me to like the middle of a street and it was just a brick building. And I was like, "This is not a Best Western." Like, <laughs> I don't know what this is. And I was like, "And I'm looking at the address." He's like, "Well, that's the address you gave me." And I'm going, and I just tapped a thing to paste the last thing that was in my clipboard, and it was to uh, it was in the address for a for a CVS where we stopped to grab alcohol. So I was like, "Okay, that was the last address I pasted." And then I looked at my clipboard history. And I didn't see the address that he was currently pointed at anywhere in my history. Oh, no. And I'm like, where did this address come from? Where did. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, OK, no, this is where I'm going. And I give him the hotel address. And we're half hour away. And I'd already it already took us like almost a half hour to get where we were. Oh, no. No. And it was not, from the airport to the hotel, was not an hour drive. It was like 20 minutes. So, yeah. Fuck. I have no idea what happened. I'm curious. Yeah. And unfortunately, he 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 and his wife moved from Mongolia like six months ago. So he knew like four words. Hmm. So, I mean, when I asked him, I asked him like, for instance... What's something fun I should do while I'm in Chicago? And he goes, <laughs> yes. And I was like, okay. So oh, I tried boy. asking it in four different ways, like trying to make the, like the smallest amount of words I could. See, and every I time love, he was like, I don't know.
1: I love those drivers, though. Like, I wish you got the talkative ones that I get. <laughs> and then <laughs> I could have the ones who just want to <laughs> look at the road in silence.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, the rest, of them were, the rest of them were very talkative. Everyone after that was very talkative. This guy, not so much. And I just was like, okay. Um, so unfortunately, the mystery of how he found whatever address we ended up at will never be solved, apparently. Oh, my God. So that was, that's my, that was my first impression of Chicago. <laughs> now, uh, beautiful city. Old, yeah it's gorgeous you don't get to see that old. Was it is a brownstone is that what you call that that uh style yes yeah yeah you don't see that out here even in like no. the oldest parts of la which were 30 years ago um there's no brick anywhere so it's like to see that is pretty fucking cool um yeah i was digging that then um then there was the hotel. Then we got to the hotel. Yes. Uh, and I I believe you said that whether it was that hotel or it just so happens that every hotel exotic ends up picking, they have no idea how to deal with um, the crowd that's coming in. I don't know if it was that specific hotel, though.
1: It's it's like seriously every hotel that there's a adult or sex and sexuality thing at they're completely overwhelmed <laughs> like even the hard rock during avn and you would think they would have like
0: yeah you think they'd room
1: service has been known to take two hours Oof. yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah like, no i was thanks. amazed this is a hotel for, for for the listener at home this hotel is Across the street from the convention center. And I I don't mean like down the road. I'm saying like literally when you reach the edge of the parking lot of the hotel, you're 20 feet from the front of the convention center. And yet this hotel had no idea how to handle. There are packages waiting for me. They were like, what? What's a package?
1: Well, oh, well, in all fairness, it turned out that the package that I had them looking for had never been sent. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they'd said they were going to send it. And then when I was like, hey, I'm having a really hard time finding this package, they were like, oh, that's because it's still waiting. Um,
0: Oh, okay, All right. Yeah. I just remember they seemed very confused when you even inquired about it in the first place that it was like, I was like, surely this is a common thing. You're across from a convention center. This has to be a weekly occurrence.
1: Yeah, no, um, my all-time favorite though was last year in New Jersey, upon check-in, there was this notice, I guess, for people who weren't with the convention, giving everyone a heads up that there's going to be an adult and sex and love, I think, is in there or whatever. Um, uh, doing stuff with Naughty Bits trade show. Mm
0: -hmm. It's not
1: a trade show at all. Why did I say that? Convention. Um. Anyhow, so they hand out these papers warning people, and then on Sunday morning, I wake up, and I was on the second floor, where they have also, like, the conference rooms, and I walk out of the room, and there's Jesus music playing, and I'm like, what? Because I'm also thinking, like, this may be an incredibly hilarious bit of like naughty performance art that's about to happen, like some sort of like cheeky yeah. burlesque surprise. Yeah. Um, do you
0: mean? Do you mean like there was a long-haired hippie singing "Kumbaya" with an acoustic guitar? What do you mean there was Jesus music?
1: Like, like there was a church happening.
0: Oh. Okay. Because
1: there was a church happening.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. Mm. That
1: was stunning.
0: It easily
1: uh, tops, easily tops the year in Chicago where there was a um, a bodybuilding competition going on.
0: Oh, that's
1: and a good some mix. Sort of <laughs> Nurses Association.
0: Another good mix.
1: Yeah, they're not. I mean, really both of those are better mixes.
0: But uh, b- both of those are better mixes than. Oh, by the way, there's a church on your floor.
1: <laughs> right. well just went to a hotel and started having a church
0: it was not my favorite day um yeah no i could see that it's a little that's a little rough uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah the uh the check-in experience um we have to yeah because we have to do this uh and i have to do this again in november
1: Well, I may be asking if we can only do one day because I don't, I don't enjoy loitering in loud convention centers, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. After the first day, it's all kind of. (sighs) Yeah. Right. And then we'd have other things we got to film while we're in Jersey anyway. Right. Get to the room, and I'm. I do the first thing I do is is get the bo- bucket of ice, and the the ice on our floor does not work. So I'm like, all right, I'll go. I think I was going up one floor, either up one floor or down one floor. No, I guess we would. I went down one floor. I get down one floor, and uh, I I go and use their ice thing. I come out. I'm waiting for the elevator. A hysterical. Woman naked, but for a barely closed bathrobe, tells me that I can't be on that floor. (laughs) And I was like, No, 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 I'm here with the people. I'm we're on the same, like, I'm in the industry. It's cool. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm not, you know, there was no ice on our floor. Oh my God. Come to find out later, that was the orgy floor.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. A a private. A private orgy company had rented out half of that floor and uh, apparently no no men without accompaniment of a woman uh, were allowed on that floor. So that would explain why she was so upset with me. So how was your how was your boothing experience experience?
1: Oh, it's always fun for the first bit and then starts to feel a bit constraining for the middle bit. And then by the end of it, I'm like, I can only hear like every other word and I'm fried and grr.
0: That sounds about right. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it was interesting because as I was telling uh, my roommate before I left, I've never seen you in outside of just friendly capacity. I've never seen you in working mode. Oh. I mean, when right. you think about it, yeah. Like, in in 10 years, I've never seen anybody ask for your autograph. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was kind of excited about that. I was like, ooh, I get to see the story everybody else sees that I never get to see. So, that was interesting. <laughs> How's it different? Um... <clears throat> it's not as giggly a little more a little more business more business um uh probably a little less uh patient with men but i it's that's hard to say because again i don't introduce you to like people that you would lose patience with quickly so you know <laughs> could go either way yeah but um uh, one thing you did that I thought was amusing was uh, right off the bat, a guy had come up and, and wanted to ask he wanted to ask for your picture or something like that. And you were like, first, let me have a brief discussion with you about capitalism. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this will be good. And I was like, I'll leave you to it. I come back like 10 minutes later and you go, and that's why we have this discussion. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. <laughs> I hope the picture was worth it. So. So, sort of a, a note to people if you if you see story at a convention, get ready. get ready for a speech
1: <laughs> uh, it's just the the economics of the whole thing is something that consumers are not usually aware of like and even even people who like work in tech and so you'd think they'd understand like bits of like web commerce they're always fascinated by the inner workings of like, 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 Oh my God, the payment processor charges you what? Or like,
0: (laughs) you can't just put a snip of code from Stripe on your page and call it a day. Yeah. Like
1: what kinds, what kinds of things do people want to like search for and see? And Ooh, tell me about the customer support emails you get. (laughs) Like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, no, it's not all roses in that department. No,
1: no. The Can I Have My Dick Pick Back guy.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. We talked about him in, I don't know, two episodes ago, three episodes ago. I think we talked about it when, when we had Buck Angel on, actually. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh...
1: That guy and then whoever it was for a number of months who on Instagram would say fapped to this or can't fapped to this. Every post, it was one or the other. Yeah, they made. I noticed since
0: to. since you made your post about that on on Hello Stoya about mm. the boop and no boop, mm-hmm. I've been seeing a lot of people on your Instagram taking up the boop or no boop.
1: I think it's interesting when somebody puts an extra boop in there, and then someone else will go no, not not boop. <laughs> like when it's a picture of me or something. <laughs> ah. I'm like, oh gosh, there are rules and regulations now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's become its own little private society of people <laughs> making up rules for what that no, that's not the what boop means.
1: It feels like a Monty <laughs> Python sketch.
0: <laughs> it feels like it, yeah, yeah. The well, seems
1: th- who say boop
0: if you if you don't you know if you don't specify from the outset that's what this means then you know the the people have to make up their own their own laws it's chaos which is kind of more fun anyway so you know
1: now i just want to know what political system widget and pixel run on
0: whether it's boot based or not well yeah probably like it's complex, you know. Dogs are pretty simple. It's kind of like sniff it or fuck it. Whereas, like cats are like, well, should I bat at it or like full on attack it? Do I meow at it? Do I screech at it? Do I sit on its lap? Do I sit on its keyboard so that it <laughs> has to pay attention to me? <laughs> so pixel bites yeah. phone. While you're on the phone, or just at, 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 at whenever time.
1: While I'm holding the
0: phone. Oh, okay. See, that's probably it. the that's got to be like a laying on the keyboard equivalent, I think, in their exactly. society. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh, so the end of my first day there, I believe you went off to get steak.
1: Yeah. Because
0: you were dead tired.
1: I was. So oh text. wait,
0: no, that's oh, wait, I'm skipping over. We did our we did our first live show.
1: We did. Was it the first day? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay.
0: (laughs) This is what happens when we don't make a shitload of notes before the show. We should have written down ahead of time. We're going to talk about that. So we did our first live, Zero Spaces Live, um, not without its problems. Eh.
1: Not every single one of my ideas is... um, fully realized or
0: possibly even good. Uh, Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't suggesting that. I mean, we both had no idea one way or another, if any of it was going to work, True. all you can do is just try it. That's, I'm saying that we were, we were at a great disadvantage from the outset because there were two booths and uh, our, our booth or stage, if you will, just was completely covered by a curtain while the other one was quite open and like a, like an entrance. So people just walked into
1: yes, the one and, that was, you know, and we were playing at the same time as the grapefruit mm-hmm. blowjob lady. And like,
0: and there was like a I would concert going on. The
1: grapefruit lady, Sorry. I,
0: I I don't know if it was specific. Was it the grapefruit lady or just a blowjob symposium?
1: I thought it was the grapefruit lady.
0: I know she was there. I saw. I got video of her doing her thing out on the floor, like on the. Oh, then maybe it
1: wasn't her.
0: I don't. It might have been. Which you know, okay, I can see why people would go. But on top of that, there was like just before we took the stage, I don't know who was given permission to do this. There was like a a a block party on the convention floor where somebody just cranked up like five speakers and it was just shake ass and shake and it was like really really loud there's a stage over there too this was I don't think there was any stages this was just out on the floor I don't know I don't know I just remember it was very loud and so I know they like
1: loud music at those things
0: (laughs) yeah but it had been quiet up until that point so it seemed a little odd that just before the last round of live shows for that day all of a sudden (laughs) let's crank the music up it's like yeah,
1: I don't know. I'm thinking about seeing if in November we can book a New York City date as well, and mm. then just do one day at Exotica because I'm 31 and those places are exhausting.
0: I get it. Well, it was my. First, I've always found them you know, exhausting. Convention, so you know, you know. Yeah, I I'm weird like that. I I quite like madness and crowds but I totally get it how do you feel the live show went
1: I feel like it was interesting yeah Um, yeah I feel like I feel like the bingo wheel thing went over incredibly well Mm -hmm. and I, I kind of want to see if there's a way to do the same thing but without any equipment because less equipment is always better like less and smaller.
0: Yeah, yeah. But that's fair.
1: But the bingo thing works great. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: The the flag game could perhaps use a lot of work.
0: Yes. Uh, to to clarify for the people at home, we had a we had a few different like activities and games kind of ideas planned, and we only really got to try two of them. Um, the bingo game, bingo wheel, whatever uh free form kind of hey, let's all have a conversation about x topic, then we wanted to do like an interactive, almost improv style consent game where it was like let's let's together as an audience watch a scene unfold, and we'll have questions about consent
1: with an emphasis on. The questions that are in areas that are like murky or gray or like, like, ideally with an eye towards this makes me sort of uncomfortable and I'd like to have an open dialogue about it. Uh,
0: Yeah, yeah. The the difficulty in it right off the bat was so Soya sat on the stage. She picked out a fella from the audience to come up and be her, her date, if you will. And I was thinking while they're sitting on the edge of the stage, and it was supposed to be the scene was like, okay, you're on a couch. You guys went out for a bit. You hung out. You had some drinks. Now you're back at somebody's apartment, and you're watching TV or something. And I was thinking, God, I would not want to be in that dude's position right now.
1: Yeah, we definitely, definitely need to be using basically a plant in the audience.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We might have to get just another performer or something.
1: Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, not like, not like a plant, like we're going to pretend they're just an audience member, but.
0: (laughs) I'm just a resident of the town.
1: (laughs) Which is like someone who's comfortable with performing. Um,
0: Yeah. This is the first time this fellow's ever met you. You're, you were surprisingly exhibitionist about it. Um, and then I was like, oh, no, wait, that is kind of how Stoya is on dates. So that's not really. Um, but right off the bat, before we even got the game started, like, as I said, go, a flag dropped. By an audience member who clearly grew up with extremely paranoid parents, I believe if mother was a nurse, father was a sheriff.
1: I don't I don't know if it's appropriate to describe them as paranoid but the father definitely sounded like he was deeply concerned with erring on the side of caution with consent and coercion and was, yeah. i believe they said that he um hold on Come on, brain. Yeah, said if anybody has any alcohol, then like that's
0: it. The dates don't kiss yeah. her at
1: the door. Like,
0: yeah, you t- you make sure she gets home safe, and you wave goodnight. Yeah, a hug. A hug is maybe okay. And so he was right off the bat. He's like, "Well, you said they'd been out and had a few drinks," and I was like, "I I did say that, yes." And then that's a tricky. Uh, well. You're not wrong. You know, it's not wrong to say, hey, you know, be cautious when people have been drinking.
1: Yeah. And I think,
0: you
1: know, I think no matter what, like, it's good to have reminders because we have pretty extreme bad behavior examples, but pretty extreme erring on the side of caution, like – the few times that it does come up, it seems like people are being kind of like derisive or almost like laughing at it.
0: Right, right.
1: Hi, picks.
0: So well, that was an interesting exercise, and and I
1: have this laugh. We
0: right had, uh, <clears throat> I think, I I think we had fun with it.
1: Um, I think we did too.
0: But yeah, it needs some tweaking, you know, as things things go. And yeah, bingo wheel went okay. Uh audience responded um kindly. I've gotten some, you know, emails since where people were like, you know, hey, I checked out the podcast. Love what you guys are doing, blah blah. I was at the show. Hi. So seemed to um in spite of what felt at the time disastrous just in my mind cuz I was like You know, a smaller crowd than the the big one that's whooping behind us and the loud music. uh, It's okay.
1: It's okay. Pussy and painfully awkward are like what I do.
0: Okay. Well, there you go, then. Worked out great. So you were tuckered out. You went and got a steak. Yes. I decided to go out drinking because
1: (laughs) Aiden sent me to bed. Oh did she? Yeah. We uh, I think you were with her, but we crossed paths with you in the hallway and Aiden was like, Hey, you look fried and I was like, I am and she's like, Bed, sleep. And I'm like, Yes, bed, sleep. Genius. Thank you.
0: Okay. That might have been on my when I was on my way to meet her, she may have passed you. Yeah, at some oh, maybe. point like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was like I actually was so fried I might not have thought of it myself.
0: Right, right, right. Well, I remember when it was like five in the morning, six in the morning, something like that. And I was like, well, I can't go back to the room right now. That would be just be coming in like a hurricane. You know, (laughs) Um, so. Yeah. Um it was, it was it was it was it was an entertaining Friday night. I, I got to hang out on the orgy floor. That was fun. They let me in. Uh and I and I was wandering from room to room with a glass and I just if there was alcohol or a mixer in the room I would just pour it on top of whatever I had.
1: <laughs> like an accidental Long Island iced tea
0: yeah or like a suicide or something i don't know what you'd call it it was like i don't even remember what was in it honestly and i'd never be able to recreate it but it was fucking delicious the whole time no matter what i ended up putting in there and i couldn't by the way could not manage to get drunk um probably from all the walking and stuff so um yeah it was it was it was a good time it was a wonderful night Day two, considerably uh more low key all around, really.
1: Yeah, I um I did a couple of minutes on vivid radio with um I'm blanking on the performers' names, but I know one of them Annie, has a dog named Benzo.
0: Annie Cruz, maybe?
1: Yes, Annie Cruz okay. and um Fuck. Annie Cruz and the woman with the dog named Benzo.
0: Oh, uh, wasn't Joanna Angel. I don't think she, I think she was a guest that morning, not a host, but I could be wrong because I think she hosts something for them as well.
1: Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, don't know.
0: Know.
1: I know. I saw Marcy carrying the dog around a bunch.
0: Oh yeah. 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 I remember that. Yeah. That's true. Uh, finally got to meet your, uh, sometimes business partner, Steve Prue. Yes. <laughs> good guy. We had a good hang. He was one of those uh, like beacons of light for me throughout the weekend <laughs> where it's like whenever I was just wandering around for 20 minutes going like, where is anyone I know? And I would run into him and there was always something going on. He's like, I'm going to go over here and do this. And I'd be like, all right, oh. I'm going <laughs> to
1: go well, he's, he's the show photographer and we do still have – a number of copies of the book that he and I put out earlier this year. Um, Stoya X, Team Rockstar. Woo! Yeah.
0: Um, where, are, where are people supposed to go to get that these days?
1: Bad Books Ltd. is the publisher. And then on Stoya Inc.'s Big Cartel, I have um, like super limited edition copies with original Polaroids.
0: Sunday, we, we got to go to Boys Town. We were there on Pride weekend, which is cool. Yeah. We we got to hang out with Cruel Valentine. Uh, Um, I, I think it's, I think her Twitter handle, in fact, is Cruel Valentine. Yes. Cruel Valentine. C-R-U-E-L Valentine. Um, Burlesque performer, model, uh, all-around badass. And she was going to be conducting the interviews for our for our upcoming project. And uh, I was so happy to work with a professional. I didn't have to do shit. It was yeah, kind of nice for of a the change. Time
1: you have to work with me.
0: No, it wasn't even, actually, I didn't even get to work with you most of the time, because you were at the booth. Yeah. So I was just kind of running around, like, uh, you know, had vague instructions, all right, I'll go find a thing, you know, run into Marcy, Marcy, help me, (laughs) what am I supposed to be looking for? Give me the dog. Um, Yeah, so we went to, uh, what was the, I want to say the place was called, like, the Annoyance or, like. Yes,
1: the Annoyance Bar.
0: It was called the Annoyance. Okay, great little place, little uh, theater slash bar, which was a really interesting combo. Um, and then uh, you came down. I'll, I'll leave out the the other party's name. You came down with a fellow performer, um, and as you showed up, it was. The the police were trying to clear the streets. So much
1: to deal with, and so by the time that I got to where you guys were, I was like, "And we're leaving, leaving Uh, yeah, right now." I've had enough of this.
0: Yes. And then we went to eat, and that was fun. And then, um, I think that was oh yeah, it was Sunday night. Everybody was dead by that point. Everybody was just half awake and shit.
1: Um, I ate see. an enormous hamburger.
0: I remember that. Yeah, I could that not manage crazy. to eat food that whole weekend. You <laughs> like out, you outdid me in the uh, burger department.
1: We showed up at the restaurant and the hostess was seating us, and I was like, "How quickly can you get me a basket of French fries?"
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Storia was heavy on the demands that night from that particular host. <laughs> Can you change the song? Can you turn the volume down just a little bit? Could you bring us three more of these?
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, it was three more of these alcoholic drinks,
0: but yeah, but still, it was. Uh, he was he worked for his tip that night. Is all I'm saying. I think you stopped. Sh- you stopped just shy of. Can I just light up a cigarette right here, or do I need to walk all the way outside? <laughs>
1: I did that in a Kinko's once. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm such a menace.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, good times.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, and then
1: I was yeah. like 18. I don't do that sort of thing anymore. Just for the, well, the
0: good old days. Well, 13 years ago, there were still malls that allowed smoking. So you know, I think in Phoenix there were. Probably, I mean, I remember there was a, the Metro Center mall was the big that's where they filmed Bill and Ted's excellent adventure hmm. yeah, it used to have a skate and ice skating rink in it hmm. yeah, and uh and you, you you used to be able to smoke throughout the whole mall and then it was just in the food court and it was still just in the food court until like I don't know, it was like quite a while
1: is but, Bill and Ted anyway. sort of like um mall rats.
0: Uh, no, no. Um, Okay. It's it's more like a Wayne's World kind of, you know, it's two wacky characters, Keanu Reeves and Bill England, I think his name is, something like that. I'll never remember his name. Um, But yeah, Keanu Reeves, that's like, I think it was his first role, but it's certainly where everybody originally remembers him from. And they're kind of it's sort of like they were stoners but there was no mention of pot at any point and they didn't smoke or drink or do anything so it's okay. like but they sounded like stoners dude
1: wait does no. this have to do with a radio station
0: no that was uh, airheads okay <laughs> it's and right. that
1: was tonight's installment of story versus pop culture
0: <laughs> oh it's gonna slip one in on you there you go quick couple of fun things about exotica that weekend that you enjoy or just things about that weekend that you were like this was amusing or i liked this or whatever
1: um the ghostbusters lady and her entourage came back this year they were there last year and they were awesome and i kind of just wanted to spend like 45 minutes with them and i might have come to think of it
0: I'm not familiar. The Ghostbusters lady.
1: There was this woman who showed up in a Lady Ghostbuster costume last year.
0: (sighs) Oh, I think she was on stage with us.
1: Probably. Yeah. Wasn't
0: there? Yeah. Yeah. There was a girl in a Ghostbusters get up. Yeah. Now that I think. Yeah. They're all awesome. (laughs) Yeah. She seemed like a, she gave you boob tips. I remember.
1: Yes. Yes. She gave us quite a bit of sharing about boobs.
0: Yeah, that's what came up on the bingo wheel. So that's what you got to talk about.
1: I can hear the cats destroying a plastic bag in the other room.
0: Do you need to check on them?
1: Oh, oh. Hi, Pixel. With a Polaroid in your mouth. Hello. (laughs) Hello.
0: Oh, I could see cats really loving Polaroids. They're kind of shiny. It's it's nice and thick, kind of cardboardish.
1: Makes a rustling noise or like a plasticky tapping.
0: Oh, I got the footage from Steve that you did the interview with the uh, Jesus loves porn stars people.
1: Yes. What did you think of that? Did you watch any of it?
0: I did. I, I did. I, I was kind of in and out of things, so I didn't give full attention but from what i saw it seemed like a really good talk it seemed like you you learned a lot and uh she seemed to have her head on straight um yeah as far as like you know i I was like are they what kind of agenda are they gonna push are they doing like a weird parody kind of thing i'm always you know uh suspicious of them yeah it seems like we both had them pegged wrong.
1: Yeah. No, I walked out of it thinking that was a really awesome interview and not what I was expecting at all. But I, I also wasn't sure, like, you know, when you get the footage home and then somebody who wasn't there, looks at it. Sometimes it comes off differently.
0: Oh, I see. No, I think it it came off. It came off like you guys were having more of a conversation than anything. You know, obviously it started very interview style as, as these things go but then it sounded like you were having a chit chat so yeah it was good it was yeah good stuff um yeah i don't know i guess so that was that was our chicago exotica experience everyone
1: it was
0: uh, and, now pixels and, you know. eating
1: my shoe <laughs> <laughs> surprisingly oh my god Rocky he's got another in here, polaroid so. in the shoe dude Okay, well, this one's an Instax Mini,
0: but still, that counts as a Polaroid.
1: I prefer to think that they think that uh, uh, I prefer to think that they count as Fuji Instax. As
0: at, as, as what?
1: Fuji Instax.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Right. Yes, corporate genericism. It'll get us all in the end.
1: Oh monopolies. Oh god.
0: Uh, it's okay. <laughs> that's been your that's been your kick lately.
1: What the whole man when has a monopoly thing? It's a thing. You should Google it. Everyone should Google it. Stop using Pornhub, please, for the love of God, and everything pornographic.
0: And we're working on providing a better alternative and a higher quality one. But we still have to deal with the monopolies to do it. But that's okay. We'll figure it out. We'll yeah, get around sure. to it. Um, well, and le- did you want to talk about your time with App the Attic recently?
1: No, because I blogged about it.
0: Remember that all of the links we talked about on this episode are available on the episode page on Riffopolis. You can reach it at rawfunny.com, where you can also send us uh, comments and messages and uh, topic suggestions in a private message, so no one else sees what you're saying. While you're at it, why don't you hop over to the iTunes podcast store and rate us uh, us five stars, or, or however many stars you think is appropriate. Anyway, we'll catch you guys next time.